Breakfast official podcast with McGee's. Baking over two million rolls every week. Well, welcome to another Best of Bowie at Breakfast podcast. It's beginning to feel a lot like, what do you call it? Secret Santas we discussed on the show the other day. Yeah. yeah. We got roped into doing one of those. I know. Should I be happy I'd... about this, Cassie, or should I feel I've been bullied into doing it? Why have you been bullied into because doing it? Because you lot forced me. No, he didn't. Force me, so you better do this secret You were Santa asked thing. by Ooh. the station PA if you wanted to participate, station. and you said, yes, I'm so excited. What is a station PA? Exactly. I don't know. Some, <laughs> some wee woman came up to me and said, do I do a Christmas Santa? I went, yeah, okay, that'll be fine. Thank you. Put, put my name down. I'm a team player. So yeah, Secret Santa's, I, this is the first time I've done it, so I needed a bit of help, and you guys were on hand to help me, so I appreciate that. Pixie Lot dropped by the show. Pixie's doing great on Strictly. None yeah. of us are watching it, but she's doing really well. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, we're all watching The X Factor, right? I've seen Strictly once, but, but I'm sure I know, it's When great. it started, I just assumed that she would win, do you know that way? Because she's a good dancer anyway, and all the rest were pretty pants. Do you think she has an unfair advantage? No. Because uh, she wasn't training before them. Everybody started training at the same time. Well, the thing is, she's working with choreographers. Yeah. So it's like going in for a singing competition when you've already had singing lessons and other people yeah, haven't, I think. she's not a dancer, she's a singer. Yeah, she's a singer-dancer, all-round entertainer. I don't know. No, no, of course, I didn't say that to her we face. disagree, okay. You can find out what she had to say on the interview. <laughs> um, Christmas decorations. The kids have decided that the Christmas decorations are going up this weekend, whether Dad likes it or not. And we were asking, what are the rules in your house when it comes to Christmas decorations? We also spoke about moving in together, because Cassie has been with the same guy for three years, and they still haven't moved in yet. She's living on her own. He's living with his mum. Yep. They're going to split up after Christmas. I'm reckoning she's hanging in there to get a decent present, then he's gone. Right. Right. She's still holding out for a drunken postman. You know, Stacey on Facebook actually said, she commented and said that uh, she thought I was waiting for another person to come along and that's why I was just holding him there. So is I was that, waiting for something better. Is he, like your, is he your backup plan? No, it's of like, course he, not. Because like, all his mates are calling him Mr. If All Else Fails. <laughs> right, else. and now I don't know if that's Mr. That, Friendzone. That's it. That's his, if, if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's at If All Else Fails. <laughs> he's your man. You'll see a picture of Cassie's man right there. That's so wrong. Uh, and... On Make Your Dad Mad, we had Rachel, who phoned up her dad, Stuart, to tell him that I'd got her pregnant. What could possibly go wrong? I thought he would invite me into the family and welcome me with open arms. Didn't quite work out that way. Here's how it played out. Hi, Stuart here. Hi, Dad. Hi. Obviously, I went to the hospital this morning. Uh-huh. I went for my back scan initially, um, and the scan was fine. Um, I got my bloods back. Um, uh-huh. And um, that app, Tinder, that I'm on, I met someone on it, um, and his name's Jersey. I think he's Polish, I'm not sure. And, Dad, I'm, I'm, I'm 13 weeks pregnant with his baby. You me, Rachel? No, I'm not. Who is this guy? He's called Jersey. Well, 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 well Jersey, what the f*** are you talking about, Rachel? I'm really paranoid. He's wanting to marry me and things. I think he's using me to stay in the country. Have. I was looking at like flats on right. This is a f- nightmare here. Honestly, I don't know who you're playing at, man. Stuart, it's Jersey. Hello, uh, I'm here with Rachel. Sorry, we're at hospital. We're going to have baby. Do you want to speak to Rachel? Yeah, so nice to speak to you. We're going to be family. Dad, who's that guy who's on the phone shouting about a maniac? Tell me, you ever going to have family? Oh I can't God. believe I'm hearing this. 
I'd be understanding, please. I'm in such a situation. Hello, it's Stuart. Your, it's, it's Jersey again. She's a little bit upset. You need to calm down. Listen, pal, I don't even know who you are. Shh, I put my daughter Stuart, back in the listen. Dad, You Dad. want to stop playing these games? I'm going to ask Lunatic telling me who he is and he's going to get married into my family. What are you playing at and where are you? I'm just, I'm coming home now, okay? Hey, Stuart, can I come to the door? It's Jersey here again. No, you can't. Just D- stay away from me now. But we're yeah, going to be much. family, Stuart. We're going to have baby. I got f***ing wind up by Stuart, you. Stuart, you're live on Make Your Dad Mad on Clyde One and Rachel's just won 100 quid. Sorry. <laughs> It's make your dad mad. I'm sorry. If it's, we're going to call the baby Darius after the singer, you know. Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah, listen, I can only say that I'm glad this is a wind-up because I was just about to go into crazy mode there. Rachel, um, <laughs> what do you want to say to your dad? I'm sorry, but... <laughs> Thank you, guys. You played a blind yeah. Rachel. Well done. Bye. Secret Santa, we're doing one, right? And I got, um, I put my name in the hat and I got one against I'm quite pally with, so... Oh, one of the girls I'm quite pally with. I'm not saying too much. Okay. I think we know it's a guy now. I think I've kind of blown that. I think I know who it is. Right, don't say who it is, because that's the whole point of the secret Santa. And what happens if he doesn't like you? I would only tell the person I was the secret Santa if they said, wow, I wish I know who got me this amazing present. Is that wrong? Because the good thing I think about a secret Santa is you can get somebody a rubbish present and get away with it because they'll never know it was you. Well, yeah, but then you don't really get the point of Secret Santa, I don't think, because you've already dropped so many hints to me about who no, you have. No, I showed you the guy's name. I mean, the person's name. <laughs> I showed you the name. I wasn't going to tell everyone, good. Right, but okay. Well, okay, there you are. Right, yeah, so we've so got this person. There. So if you get that person a rubbish present, then I'm going to go up to that person. Oh, I'm you're going to do that? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, that's definitely. It. So that's it. We've got a loudmouth in the Secret Santa <laughs> camp. That's just what I need. I was wondering, what happens if you get someone you don't like? You know that way, like you know how a couple of weeks ago we we're talking about the workplace weirdo, and I said there's a guy upstairs with little legs that walks about and uh, offends people. He went up to someone, he went up to Fat that does uh, through the night show on a Friday. I went, "Hey, watch where you're going!" Pointed him right in his face, bare face cheek. Um, I would get my hand. Would you <laughs> just so he could clap yeah. even more, even louder? A wooden hand, so he can keep it. So I thought we could get this debate going. Secret Santa. Have you had a Secret Santa experience which has been horrendous for you? Let us know. 0141-951-1025. And we'll get it up on the Facebook page. Maybe somebody got you something really inappropriate or maybe you bought something inappropriate for someone for Secret Santa and you thought, I don't love this. And they didn't. And there was a reason that you didn't know. And it all went horribly wrong. Um, Chloe's here. Hello. Hi. Now, talk to me about Secret Santa. You doing it at school? Um, well, my best friend done it um, last year in primary before we moved. Mm-hmm. And um, she um, spent like £20 on a big wash set and she got a £2 lip balm back. How rubbish is that? <laughs> Boo! People are getting ripped off by the Secret Santas. Uh, I think I've got Robert on the phone. Hello. Well, in my old work, we decided to do a Secret Santa. So we say it's between £10 and £15, which I thought was no bad. Mm-hmm. I opened mine up on Christmas Eve, got a boat of boba. All the other people got great stuff. I got a boat of boba. Oh, maybe someone was trying to tell you you needed a bath. Aye, but they, I think they must have got it at Harrods. Aye, <laughs> that price. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, actually, the dark side of Secret Santa. Is this, this music? music is rubbish. Okay, it's the best I could do. What you got over there, Cass? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to play Bang Bang in a minute. That's a cool trick. So, we asked you guys for your great gift <laughs> ideas. £10 Secret Santa. Yes. Got a lot of um, people on Facebook. Elaine Clydesdale said a lot of, uh, load of carrier bags will eventually appreciate it. They really will. Caroline O'Hara said a goldfish. I don't know if that's like animal cruelty. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> a goldfish is for life. It's not just for Christmas. Kerry Thompson, inflatable Zimmer frame. Right. Random. You guys have been filling me in. And um, sometimes it's gone horribly wrong. Like Nikki had a problem with one of the people in her work um, who had a flatulence problem. You know this is going to be good. What happened? There was a guy in our team and obviously he was prone to like the odd flatulence every now and again. Right. Um, and we had like a budget of like £10 for each person. Um, <laughs> and the person that got him basically had got him... It was like a joke present, but he didn't really take it as a joke. Right, what did um, you give him? He got a four-pack four pack pin, pin of beans. I don't think you want to be giving beans to a man with flatulence, but never mind. No. Okay. <laughs> Um, he got scented candles to take the smell away, um, and then he got the like the homemade kind of quantitina fan type things. Did he take um, it well, or was he? No, he <laughs> was to say whose rating was a bit of an understatement. It was quite funny. We're having a discussion about Christmas and Secret Santas. Now we're doing the Secret Santa in the office, and it's all good. It's great. You guys have had a bit of an experience about it. Um, John from Bailison says, "Barry, my old boss." Got some suggestive items at Christmas uh, by the Secret Santa. Included in the package, and the, I think the only item I can actually mention on air, is a DVD of the adult entertainment variety. Right. Uh, it didn't take it well. In fact, he complained to HR. Can you get HR involved in Secret Santa? Oh, surely she complained to the North Pole. Um, Sharon's having a problem with the running club. Well, I've had a terrible experience with my daughter's running club. Secret what? Santa. Uh-huh. It went through Facebook, PM, and the captain of the team nominates who to get. So where's the secret in that? There's no secret in it. I think they've totally missed the whole point of Secret Santa. Um, Stephen had an unfortunate incident too. Hello. Well, um, Secret Santa one um, and I pulled... A lady's name out, so I got her a, a lady shaver. So I didn't know how well that was going to go, and she opened it up. She was very happy. Nine months later, she had a baby. Wow, do you think the two are connected? Do you think she'd like... I don't know, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to go down well, but it did. It, it, it shapes and everything with it. Right, so she shaves her legs, she looks incredible, her man has a bit of... <laughs> Next thing you know, she's pregnant and they've got a little baby, which they really should have called Stephen. Well, it was a girl, but it's a minded. Stephanie, then? Is a tribute yeah. to your good self, sir? Like I said, it had stencils with it as well, shapes. Why would you want shapes with a lady shaver? Like, I can understand, like, a bloke shaver, where you're going to do, like, designs on your face and all that, but surely you're just going to shave your legs, aren't you? No, for a Right! <laughs> Never thought of that. I, I went all out with this present. Stand. Hello. Oh, Mrs. You got very festive on the new single. Yes, it is just in time for Christmas, which is my favourite time of year. Why did you choose that one? Well, basically, this song is for a campaign to help raise money for All Day Children's Charity. So I wanted to pick a song that had very positive lyrics and an uplifting message to all tie in well with it and I thought it was the perfect match. It is a beautiful song because um, I remember the house marks there but it's like an old Isley Brothers song isn't it from back in the day or something? It sure is yeah and I love both those versions so I wanted to do something that was completely different so that it can't be compared. Cassie you are loving Pixie's scarves. Yes I am I actually bought one Pixie 
Did you? Yes, I did. Yeah, the pale blue one with the burgundy sea. Amazing. Mm. That's one of my favourite colour coordinations there. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell us a bit about the charity, Pixie. How did you get involved? Well, it's a children's charity and they're just doing amazing stuff. I went up to Liverpool to visit lots of the children and they were just, even though going through so many hard things, they were so smiley and positive. But they're in a hospital that is really old. It's got like very old facilities. So the campaign is to help them raise money so they can build a new hospital outside. Okay. Well, that sounds like good work you're doing there And obviously you're busy with other stuff Which we'll get to in just a minute But first, let's have a quick chat about the album Because this is, it's like a best of album But there's, there's a lot of covers on there too, is that right? Yeah, it's basically just a little collection of Some fan favourites in Time for Christmas And people writing on Twitter and said What their favourite songs were that I've done so far And then we just put some extra Christmas songs on in time for Christmas. It's tight to try to get everything done, isn't it? To promote the album, to do Strictly. I mean, you're doing so well in Strictly. It's like, did, did you think you would get this far? Because I see with the bookies, you're like runaway favourite to win it. Thank you. Um, I had no idea what was going to happen. And e- each week, I still have no clue. There's always shock people that leave and people in the dance-off who you don't expect. And, you know, it doesn't always go on the judges' score. So you literally have no clue whether you're going to be in another week. Pixie, you look like you were born with the moves. Thank you. You're a good dancer. Is it tough? Is a lot of work goes into it? Yeah, there's a lot of work. It's very hard, like, learning all these new techniques. It's sort of, like, not naturally how I would move. I've got to sort of retrain my my muscles and use different parts of my body that I've never used before and I've got to stretch this way instead of that way and the judges pick up on everything so you've got to make sure you try you've got to try and be as spot on as possible I just love it when is acceptable to put up your Christmas decorations I always say it's never too early to be festive the sad thing about Christmas I think is that it just lasts one day so you have to really embrace the build up and just get going so you can really enjoy the whole Christmas period I think December is when you can officially go to town and go as Christmas crazy as you want so I'm going to say the 1st of December the minute you start opening the advent calendar and eating the chocolate you're free to put a Christmas tree up in Pixie's book is that what you're saying there you go that is the rules now are you a real tree type of person or are you a faker Pixie if you're pardon the expression <laughs> I Love the real trees. There's nothing like the real thing. I always get a tree that's slightly too big for my flat and I always think it's going to fit, but it always has to like, you know, crunch in at the top because it doesn't quite fit. But I love picking the tree, bringing it back, decorating it. And I've got no real sort of pattern with my decorations. My sister and my mum, they love to like match everything. It has to be like a certain colour that they go for, whereas me, I just get everything, bung it all on. I just make it like... A sentimental tree. And Pixie, will you be spending time at Christmas with Ollie? Do you think you'll get some downtime after Strictly and obviously promoting the single? Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't wait for Christmas just to be with the family and loved ones and eat loads, drink, listen to music, Christmas songs. We get the Christmas tunes on and we like sort of stand in a circle and one person has to go in and do a little move and the next person goes in and does a little move. That's sort of how we do it. What do you want for Christmas? What are you asking for from Ollie? I don't know. Ollie always likes to pick up on hints, he says, and like get little clues. But I don't think I've left any because I don't really know what I want. We need clues, Pixie. Seriously, right? I've (laughs) been with the same woman for 24 years since we were like kids almost, right? I still don't know what the heck to get. (laughs) <laughs> no, I've still got What did asked. you get her last year? I can't even remember what I got her last week for her birthday. <laughs> Pixie, I think like something <laughs> sentimental for a girl, isn't it? You can spend a little bit of cash, but it's got to be sentimental. I think it's the thought that's put into it. Oh yeah, there's yeah, yeah there's nothing better than having a thoughtful present. Cause it exactly. just looks like you know you've put some care and some 
kindness into it. Well, That's good luck it. with it, Pixie, and good luck with the new album. I'm sure this is going to be massive for you. It's called Platinum Pixie, and it's out now. Amazing. Thank you very much. Thanks, Pixie. Always Thanks, great guys. to talk to you. Have a, have a lovely you Christmas. Too. You too, guys. When it is acceptable to put up your Christmas decorations, is the 1st of de- December wrong? Cassie? <sighs> It's a tough one. I would put it up 12 days before, yeah. but I don't disagree with people who want to put it up at the start of December. See, there's never an argument when we take the decorations down. Everybody's 12 days after, and they say it's bad luck if you leave it up any longer than that. Is it bad luck if you put them up early? I know, that's what I'm going to start telling my kids. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of 12 days. You know, 24 days of Christmas decorations is probably enough. But I said at the start of December you should let your kids put up like one little thing a day, like yeah. a little bit of tinsel. They've been doing that since July, seriously. <laughs> so, Miley has a Christmas tree and it just like one a little one. There's no decorations or anything. But she's got it up in her room all year round. Really? And she refuses Aww. to take it down. And I thought actually she'll grow out of it. It's not happened yet. And um, when's the best time then? Lisa oh, it's on Facebook, George by Official says, Never bah humbug. John O'Neill said 12 days before it. If that's during the week, I'll allow them to put it up on a Sunday. Gordy Gilchrist up on Christmas Eve, down on Boxing Day. Who have I got? I've got Laura on Facebook who says, Life's too short to be arguing about when Christmas decorations go up. Just put them up whenever you want. Does that sound like the right attitude? I quite like that. Too early for this? No. You sure? I love this. No, no. No, maybe a little bit. Do mine on the first, but I did them a day early this year. That was yesterday, says Carol. Yeah, beautiful. And um, Brian spotted someone in Hamilton, I think, who likes to have their Christmas decorations up all year round. Oh, wow. uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. Hello. The guy in Hamilton. He doesn't take, take them down all year. They're there the whole year. Was he only light them up in December? Uh-huh. Well, at least he's got morals. All right, thanks, man. Well, what's, what's going on in the background, by the way? Is, is somebody sounds cracking like a, a whip? whip? It sounds like he's works in Santa's workshop. That, he's whipping the reindeers or something, I don't know. That doesn't happen, kids. Three years is a long time being with the one guy not moving in. I don't think it is a long time. No? I have to disagree with you. Okay. I, I think it's quite nice, the what you're doing, because you're, you're kind of an independent woman, you're your own thing. You think, society isn't going to tell me I have to live with the guy. If I don't want to live with the guy, I won't live with the guy. I've always been like that. I think yeah. I just enjoy my freedom. But then you have to get to know somebody. And I think three years is a long time. Yes, if you haven't got to know so him I now. Do, Yeah, but at the same time, to live together. I mean, I'm younger. I like to go out with my mates. I like to have them round. I don't want any guy there telling me what to do. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being around when your mates come round. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. I'm like, hey now! You got some hot looking friends. You you have a no ugly person rule, don't you? It's no. like I, I saw all your friends. That's and not every true. single one of them is hot. Obviously, I think every they're nice looking. Every single one of them. But I mean, a lot of pic- people in pictures these days they put them up on Facebook, and it's always the best ones. It's isn't been it? But well. I will say, I've got to vouch for them. They're good looking people. Okay, so um, <laughs> three years. Yeah. Without moving in together. Uh, occasionally he'll stay over. Does he have a toothbrush at your house? He has a toothbrush. He has a toothbrush. Okay. Yes. Does he have his own drawer? No. See, that might be the first step. Drawer, right? right. Might be the first step. Mm-hmm. I don't need the advice, by the way, so this give is me, quite good. Yeah, I'm probably the wrong person to give advice, so if anyone else can help, any responsible no. adults would like to call 0141 951 1025. Help Cassie out here. Is it okay? Is it quite endearing to, to be going out with someone for three years? 
and not be moving in together. Mm. I think it's quite, it's quite like nice. The idea of the drawer, but he would have to buy the drawer. So we're talking about um, Cassie and our man Steggy. They've been together three years, but he's still not moving in. He's not even got a drawer. Hello. Georgie boy. Hello, how you doing? Who's that? All right, Stevie Paul. What you got, Stevie? See how you're doing with Cassie and love life. Hi. Right, my mum and dad's been together 40 years and they still don't find the same house. But did they used to? No. What, they've never stayed in the same house? No. So how does that work out? What happened when you were growing up and stuff? Oh, I get chunked between the two of them. Right. And uh, is this just, like, they've not split up or anything? They've just not stayed? No, no, they've never stayed in the same house together. I've never. That's crazy. Wow. That's really weird. Who's got the better pad? Who, 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 who did you prefer staying with? Well, neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> I want my own pad. I want to get out. So, uh, have you uh, got a partner, Stevie? Me, aye. And are you staying together? Aye, I moved in two years ago there. You're breaking a family tradition there, mate. That's insane. So, uh, d- d- pardon me for asking, but how were you conceived? I don't care. I don't <laughs> why I can. Probably for the best. And we're discussing Cassie's love life. Because you, know, you guys know enough about my love life. That's kind of non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> you know, not true. You, after you've been married for like 18 years, it's, you know, it's going through the motions. It's good. It's good. Okay. I find a woman that'll put up with me. That's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes. You know what I mean? No, it's still great. But here's the thing. Cassie's been with her man for three years and they haven't moved in together. Now, I, think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Some people are shocked. Some people think, ah, it's fine. It's all good. Um, would you like, would, would love to hear your stories, by the way. Uh, how long you've been with your partner? Maybe you haven't moved in yet. Maybe you're thinking, ah, just like the way it is now. 01419511025. Would you like some advice from an experienced lady? Please. Okay, this is Mary. Hello. Hi, hello. 100% agree with her. What, you shouldn't live with them? Right. I, in our day when I was courting her, no way you would have got living before marriage. Before you get married. Is that right? No, I. Wow. Now, we met in 1951. Listen, we got engaged in 1954. We got married in 1957. We went away a week for our honeymoon. Then we come back and we moved in in a spare room with Tommy's mum and dad. Now, after one year then, we moved into our own house. But we are now 57 years married. Wow, good on you. We'll be 58 years married in June and we'll both be 80 next year. So, 100%. Oh, goodness, it would have been terrible if you had moved in with somebody when I was young. I think that's incredible that, you know, you guys are still together at 80 and all that. Uh, really well, sad. we'll be 80 next year and wow. we were 57 years married there in June. I hope me and my missus are still together when we're in our 80s. So, probably be lucky if we're still together at Christmas. Uh, Listen, Mary, thank you so much and good on you. I'll talk to you soon. Right, bye. Oh, I think if I was going to adopt another granny right now, Mary would be the one. Yes. Um, John's on the phone. He's got a question for you. How you doing, mate? No bad, no bad. Listen, how do you know this poor guy actually wants to move in with her? Maybe he's either just getting a wee bit of... Or, you know, he knows a different side here that we do. Yeah. And thinks, oh, God, no, I'll just, uh, you know, come in and out and, you know, squad my own place. Do you know what I think, John, and uh, this is it's not my place to say it, but I think he might be using her just to get upfront traffic information so he can get an easier commute to work. If it works for him, you know what I mean, good on him. The beautiful thing. Thanks, mate. See you soon. Take care. Yeah, truth in that rumour. Good, John. Steggy's just using you for travel so he can get to work. No, and none of the above. Okay. The other things that John said as well. 
All right, um, we've got um, a whole lot of Facebook messages here. Donna says, My now husband came to my house for a drink on our first date and has stayed every night since. So technically, he moved in on our first date. Wow. Granted, they're only on the second day this morning, but still. Uh, Joe Coyle says, best time to move in is when you're both ready, which means nagging at your boyfriend in brackets, now my husband, to get a grip, grow up, and move on or it's finished. Wow, this is like therapy for you, Joe. Sounds very bullying, I know, but I've known him all my life. And he said it himself. If I hadn't said that he would still be living with his mammy. By the way, he's 43. What you got over there, Kat? Uh, Karen Lamb says, meet someone, and you know it's right, even just after a few weeks... So she's basically saying if you meet someone you think they're for you, you would move Aww. them in. And also Ian said two months, uh, I moved in with my missus, it didn't work out, it was far too early. And um, we're saying, is it okay? Uh, three years, been together, in a wee relationship, but not moved in together. That's alright, isn't it? I think so. You, you still live in your, your mum's place? She's living in Spain. It's all good. Right, <coughs> well, sure. I rent it from her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all that matters. Right, he's on paying his rent, why should he be staying at you? He'll let him stay with his bum. You know what I mean? Leonie says, been together five years, getting married in June. We're not moving in together till April. Hashtag Guy Cassie peace. We get that trended. Uh, Joe says, wowza, Cassie. Mm. What, Joe's shocked that I've not moved yeah, in with him absolutely. yet? absolutely. David said, George, for two people not living together, then um, it's okay for him. He's just got, like, permission for the, the late night. I just don't think three years is a long time. Well, Richard's not happy at me, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, he wants to have a, a little go at me. Hello? What it is, right, Percy is away. Must leave the house in the morning at, what, five o'clock? Yeah, I must do. To get to, to get to your show. And she's there. She's doing grand show as well in the afternoon. Well, only so occasionally. She, uh, I don't know. She quite a bit. So she must be getting home at, what, seven o'clock, maybe half seven at night. Yeah. She must be knackered. So she falls into her bed. She'll never see the girl. That's a very she's valid a, point. Even if, she, even if she does go home and that's home through the afternoon, she's probably out to work. You're alright, you finish at work. I know you finish in there at 10, you maybe go home at 12. Go home, yeah. Aye, well, you've got all day. Yeah, it's true. The Bowie at Breakfast, official podcast. With McGee's, baking over 2 million rolls every week. Go!